from the Hard Rock here at Yankee Stadium on this uh, Tuesday night. This is Mike Zahn, Francesa on the fan as we get ready for a game four of the ALDS and uh, tense, tense Yankee Stadium and a tense audience. I can uh, sense that and that's uh, what you would expect. Having gone through this game about a thousand times in my life and sat here before a game like this a, a thousand times in my life, uh, you know what you're going to get today. You know how the uh, stadium's going to be tonight. You know how the fans are right now. So it's it's not anything new. Been through it a million times. And again, first thing you have to do is put last night's debacle behind you. And it is human nature. And it is so often the case that everybody, everybody, from the team to the media and to especially the fans overreact to what happened last night. It's a loss. Nothing more. Yeah, it was a bad one. An ugly one. On a lot of levels. You know, in some cases, if you want to go to the cycle and the score, an historic one. Doesn't matter. Means absolutely nothing. They will carry none of that onto the field tonight. What they have is a series now that they're down two games to one and have to win the next two games and they go home. And they have on the mound tonight and a pitcher who has been in this place many, many times. This is his 23rd postseason start. He has been through this. He's been through everything he can be through. So you're sending a guy to the mound tonight who understands how to handle this, a guy who is equipped to handle this, who is in the you know last stages, if not the last year, and maybe it isn't the last year. He said he doesn't want it to be, so it probably won't be, year of his career, but he has been through this countless times. He is the a, a guy that has handled uh, situations very well. He's a guy that has handled... Uh, you know, performances after Yankee losses countless times very well. Uh, he reminds me a little bit of Andy, who taught him the cutter that he takes to the mound tonight. And in these situations, you always felt comfortable uh, with Andy on the mound. I always did. Uh, and Andy was in this spot so many times after Yankee losses. So many times he pitched game two after they lost game one. And you were like, Andy's got to go out and get seven innings tonight. Well, CC doesn't have to go out and get seven innings tonight. Last year, he pitched the deciding game in Cleveland. He didn't even pitch five innings, but he delivered them where they needed to be. First sign of trouble, they get him out. And, you know, in that game that night, Ramirez popped up. And all, or he could have been out of that game in the second inning that night. So you never know which way these are going to go. But one thing you can know is that everybody has to just calm down. That's the first thing. Because the overreaction to last night is unbelievable. It's a loss. Just like you lost it three to two, just like you lost it four to three. Sometimes those losses, those losses can be harder to get rid of overnight than last night's. Last night's they didn't have any problem getting rid of that loss. They got rid of that loss long before the game ever ended, because it was long over long before the, it ever ended. It was a bad performance all the way around. Uh, bad performance uh, from uh, Severino. Do I think? The fact, the way the start of the game went had anything to do with it? Absolutely not. Though I think in some regard that they weren't on the right page or that their pitching coach, who was one of the better pitching coaches in baseball, does not know everything he needs to know about his pitcher. The idea of this tipping pitcher, you don't think the Yankees have been through every piece of video with Severino over the last six weeks? They have fine combed every inch of video over that time. So, I mean, the bottom line is, here's where you are. You're in October. 
with a young pitcher who has not yet learned how to master the postseason. A lot of pitchers never learn how to master the postseason. A lot of great pitchers never learn how to master. Some guys are better at it than others. Some elevate their game. El Duque used to be able to spend 11 weeks on the beach in June and July and August and then come in in, in October and throw a gym. He was able to do that. He was able to do that in an amazing fashion. John Smoltz was always great. So was Schilling. So was Dave Stewart. While guys like Maddox, Kershaw, Clemens have always struggled, always seemed to struggle when the lights were the brightest in October. It's just the way some guys are built. Some guys are better in those spots. Some guys aren't better in those spots. Some guys play to their numbers. Some guys are even better than their numbers in October. Other guys never come close to their regular season numbers in October. It's the way October defines people. It always has. So far in his career, Severino hasn't been good. In, in in October. He just hasn't. He hasn't been very good. And also, he's not injured. He's tired. There's a difference. It's October. Pitchers are tired. Starting pitchers are tired in October. You have to learn how to pitch through a tired arm. That's what guys do. That's what pitchers do. They pitch through tired arms at the end of seasons. It's a long season. He's tired. He's not hurt. He's tired. There's a big difference. Athletes have to go through tiredness all the time. Pitchers have to pitch through tired arms. It's what they do. It's not any big surprise. And the other thing that should be no surprise is that this Red Sox team, and you know what? I wanted to see if they'd respond last night. And they did. This is a team that won 108 games. That was feeling the pressure of their own city. That was telling them to put up or shut up. They haven't been good in the postseason the last couple of years. They had to live with that. They had, a, they coming off of what was for them a very disappointing game number two. They came out and they responded last night. They responded. They put pressure on the Yankees. They put pressure on the Yankees with their bats. They built runs. They manufactured runs. They put pressure on the Yankees with their legs. You know what? They're going to put pressure on the Yankees tonight with their bats. They're going to put pressure on CC and the Yankees tonight with their legs. Don't be surprised if they bun on CC. Who doesn't like people to bun on them? Get used to it. It's probably going to happen tonight. If I'm on the other side, I'm bunting on CC tonight. The bottom line is, that's what you do in these games. You do whatever it takes. The Red Sox are good because of the fact that they are able to manufacture runs in more ways than the Yankees are. The Yankees rely on the home run. The Red Sox don't. They rely on a bunch of singles. They, you know, it's it, it's death by a bunch of Knicks. Throw in some speed, throw in some base running, and that's how you get them to do what they did. And last night they got a pitcher, went out there and did a good job. He executed. Who cares that he threw seven innings last night? I couldn't have thrown seven innings with a 10-run lead. I mean, anybody could have thrown seven innings with a 10-run lead. That meant nothing. The reason he threw seven innings last night was because they don't have a good bullpen and because they have no intention of pitching him again because he's only good on extended rest. So you're not seeing him until he has full rest again because his numbers on extended rest of all the are tremendous, but only when he has full and even more than full complement of rest. So that's why he's in there that long, to rest their pen. Now, the one thing I'd say, and everyone's on Boone last night, and this is where Boone takes the hit last night. He takes the hit for bringing Lynn in, which I thought he'd bring Green in. But where he really takes the hit is for sending Severino back out. And the reason he sent Severino back out is because he didn't want a tired bullpen for tonight's game. And he was hoping Severino could get him to a spot in that game. And at 3-0, he's thinking, you know what? I don't know if we're going to get this guy tonight, but more than that, I don't want to go to the good part of my bullpen. 
last night, and he didn't because this is a bullpen game tonight with CC. He knows one thing. In a CC Sabathia game, there are no seven innings. There are no six innings. At best, there's five innings. So you're in your bullpen tonight. And no matter what, he wanted to have a rested bullpen, and he's already down three last night. Now, should he have sent Severino out for the fourth? He should not. Once he did, you know what? They were going to score runs. Now, I wouldn't have brought Lynn in, just like I wouldn't have brought Patances in last week. That worked. This didn't work. If he had brought Green in, Green wasn't getting out of the top of the batting order with no outs without being given up a run. That wouldn't happen either. Not against that lineup. Not against Betts and Benatendi who owns Yankee Stadium. It wasn't happening. Those guys were going to drive home a couple of runs. Now, it doesn't mean they were going to get a seventh spot. What it meant was they were going to score a couple more runs. That was going to be the case. And the Yankees were going to have to respond from that, and they didn't last night. And then the game got out of hand. But you know what? After the third or fourth inning last night, who cares what the final score is? It means absolutely nothing. The Yankees in Arizona got got tattooed in game six. Andy got bombed. The game was a disaster. They pounded and pounded on the bullpen, and they just kept coming around and scoring. And you know what? The next night, the Yankees behind Clemens took a 2-1 lead when they handed Mariano the ball. And they took a 2-1 lead in the ninth until Mariano threw a bun away, and they wound up losing the game. It had nothing to do with the final score the next night. The next night, Arizona didn't win because of the fact that they scored runs that night, and Boston won't win tonight because they scored 16 runs last night. They'll win tonight because they execute against the pitcher they're facing tonight. Baseball's momentum is the next day's starting pitcher, plain and simple. And if CeCe goes out and executes tonight, the Yankees will do what they have to do. And if the Yankee hitters go out and execute what they have to do tonight, then they'll go back to Boston for a game five. Listen, Boston had to come down here 1-1, and it didn't look great for them. Now the Yankees have a lot of work to do to win this series. A lot of work against a team that has already won 109 games this year. Or, excuse me, 110 games now after last night. And you know what? They're a good team. They've had a great season. And it won't be easy. But you take it one inning at a time now. You don't take it one game at a time. You don't take it You don't take it two games at a time. You don't think about what you have to do on Thursday night. You think about what you have to do in the first inning tonight. That's what it's about. Against a pitcher that they can hit against. Now, what I would expect tonight is I would expect McCutcheon to sit not because of anything that happened on a play at third base last night on a ball that he may or may not have hustled on. I actually thought he was just a little deep on the ball more than anything else. The bottom line is, though, he hasn't hit yet, and he doesn't hit Porcello. He's 1 for 10 against Porcello, and Gaudi hits Porcello. They want to put Hicks back in the lineup tonight, so you put Gaudi in left, and you put Hicks in center, and you let McCutcheon sit for one night. Nothing wrong with that. Gaudi is 17 for 58 against Porcello, so you play him. Hicks is 1 for 10, so you, and McCutcheon's 1 for 10, so you don't. That's all. That's what you do in these playoff games. So, Gaudi should be in the lineup tonight. But it's about everybody else in that lineup tonight. And listen, you know what? It's about from first pitch tonight going out there and playing baseball. And if you see, see, it's one inning at a time. The Yankees have no margin for error. The good thing out of last night that you take is not much except for one thing. The Yankees didn't use any of their top four relievers. None of them pitched in the game. They are all very well rested, and they will all be extended tonight if they have to be extended. Chapman, Chapman, Matanzas, Britton, Robbie, all of them tonight 
They go out there, they do their job. Now, Green pitched last night. He wasn't overly impressive by any stretch of the imagination. Nobody was who came in the game last night. Everybody got touched up, including Romine. So it was a night. You know what you do with that game? You throw it away. So it isn't about whether Severino was late for his warm-up. It was about the fact that he didn't do the job last night. Got through the first inning okay. A couple of fly balls, but got through the first inning okay. But then he didn't. And he hasn't been good in the postseason. He hasn't. So don't worry right now about whether it's Hap or Tanaka in Game 5. Don't even be thinking about Game 5. Right now you're thinking about Game 4. And you got a guy on the mound who has been there a zillion times. And a very well-rested bullpen behind him. And a very, very formidable stadium to back up a formidable lineup. If that's not enough to get you to Game 5, then you weren't that good. That's what it comes down to. This is CC's 23rd start in the postseason. He has made a living in the ALDS. He's 6-0 lifetime in the ALDS. But you know what? That record, while it's nice and it gives him some confidence that he takes to the mound and he takes plenty of experience to the mound, none of it's going to get him an out unless he makes the right pitches in the right spots. And he'll probably have to field a bunt or two, and he won't be happy doing it, but he better realize it's coming, and knowing CC, he will. And if he wants to retaliate by throwing a little inside because they bunt on him, well, you know what I call that? Baseball. That's what it is. So last night's not about Rothschild, and it isn't even about Angel Hernandez, who was an absolute foss, okay? Listen. It is no surprise to anybody that he is a bad umpire. He's been a bad umpire forever. Anybody who watches baseball knows that Angel Hernandez has been a terrible umpire, and he's behind a plate tonight after putting on one of the worst displays ever. I mean, he would have had a better chance last night if he'd been blindfolded. I think he would have had a better percentage with the calls at first base. That was unbelievable what we had to watch. But you know what? I'd say, to, you know what I would do if I were Angel Hernandez? I'd say, look what the Yankees made me watch last night. That was also unbelievable. And it was ugly. But you know what? It's only one loss. Game four. Back after this.